When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ATSA Morning News with Trey Ware, now on FM 1071. So breathless. So breathless and panting this morning. Oh, it's wonderful. Over here, Fox News panting. Americans disappear in Mexico. It's a kidnapping in Mexico and Matamoros of all places. Over here on ABC. Oh, don't. Go to Mexico! State Department says, don't go to Mexico, you might get kidnapped. Well, no joke. Okay, look, here's the deal. First of all, there are certain sections of Mexico, like there are certain sections of the USA, you don't want to go to. Because it's a failed narco state. Uh, Like our border, Matamoros, all the way up here to Del Rio and beyond, over all the way to El Paso. It's a failed narco state. So, yeah, you probably don't want to go there. Probably don't want to go to a lot of places around Mexico City. It's also failed narco state around a lot of that. You go out west? You want to get to Mazatlan? You want to go down to Acapulco? No, don't do that. So, but I can tell you, you know, you don't want to go to Chicago either. All right? You don't want to go to Chicago. And the FBI needs to investigate Chicago and black-on-black crime. But anyway, look, the breathless from the media this morning is all to take your eyes off FBI investigating. Why, why, why is the FBI all up in this thing? You gotta know. <clears throat> and why is the media lead story? You gotta know. Because there is proof beyond any shadow of a doubt that the left wing media and the Democrats lied to America about January 6th about what happened, what actually, what really happened on January 6th, it was not an insurrection. And as Kamala Harris tried to tell you, it's right there with December 7th, 1941. (laughs) And right there with (laughs) 9-11. And now you've got January 6th all together, she said, between cackling. Uh, No, it's not. It wasn't. That's not it. As I told you at the time, now this is just what I believe, okay? You can take this and do whatever you want to with it, but what I believe, deep state actors involved here trying to make sure that you, conservative America, who may believe in Donald Trump, but really believe in conservative principles, Trump just the leader of movement, uh, they don't want their uniparty to be destroyed in Washington, D.C., and they'll do anything they can to hang on to party or to power. And that includes Republicans and Democrats. And now we have video evidence that what that J6 committee said happened and what other Democrats and the liberal media, including our own ABC on this station said what happened is not true at all. It didn't happen that way. And we have the video evidence. They lied about the guy that they called the QAnon shaman. Uh, Every time you turned on the TV, the QAnon shaman. Well, Jacob Chainsley is his name. He's rotting in jail now. Navy veteran rotting in jail because he became the focal point of all of this. But what did he do? Well, he went into the Capitol, 
and was escorted around by police who at any moment could have put cuffs on him and hauled him out, and they chose not to. They even unlocked doors to let him in specific places. Now, why would the police be unlocking doors and letting the QAnon shaman into all these places? Why? It's a good question, isn't it? Huh? Well, maybe, maybe it is a deep state deal. I don't know. So uh, he went in and you know did his thing in the. We've all seen the pictures where he stood up there and then walked out and got on his bullhorn and told everybody, "Go home, everybody, go home." Standing on the Capitol steps. No. See, Liz Cheney didn't show you that. By the way, speaking of deep state, you, do, you don't get any more deep state than the Cheneys, okay? So Liz Cheney didn't say anything about that, did they? Adam Schiff, we don't expect him to tell the truth on anything. And then they went on to lie about a guy by the name of Brian Sicknick. Brian Sicknick, the police officer who the Democrats said, and the J6 committee said, he died by getting hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't die on January 6th. The only person who died on January 6th was Ashley Babbitt, and she was murdered by a Capitol Police officer. Unarmed, very small, very petite, not a threat to anybody. She was murdered in cold blood. So you've got uh, you, you've got the Signic story that went around, and he actually is seen in the video after the time that Cheney and Kazinger and the others told you that he was dead, he's seen escorting people around, wearing a helmet. Come this way. Come this way. Come. And he died the next day from stroke. And they took his ashes to the Capitol, and they, all the Democrats showed up, and the president there to salute him. He was a casualty of January 6th. He was not a casualty of January 6th. They were lying. They lied about Congressman Barry Loudermilk. They lied about Josh Hawley. They lied about uh, Ray Epps. They lied and they lied and they lied and they lied about what happened on January 6th. Because the video evidence that's incontrovertible shows that, they yes, there were some bad actors who had their faces covered, a la Antifa, by the way, had masks on, a la Antifa. They busted windows and doors out front, a la Antifa, who just two days ago set a whole bunch of stuff on fire in Georgia. Huh, that's interesting, isn't it? But when you saw the guys in red MAGA hats, they just kind of walked in and walked around. They were taking pictures. They were smiling. They weren't destroying anything. They weren't being rambunctious. They were very orderly. Pretty interesting in the dichotomy and the difference that what you were shown by what was made up by the Democrat Party and the deep state, what you were shown time and time again by Liz Cheney and Brian Kinzinger and the others on that panel, what you saw was completely different than the reality of what happened. And they hired an ABC News producer. To hell with ABC News. They hired an ABC Good Morning American producer. And he put this whole thing together. And he put sound effects in of people hollering and yelling and a mob. And gunshots and bombs and everything. He put all that stuff in there as sound effects. Sound effects. None of that happened. None of that happened. There was one gunshot, and that's when Ashley Babbitt was murdered. That's the truth of, of January 6th. But instead of talking about that, the truth, it's Mexico, don't go to Mexico, don't go to Mexico, don't go to Mexico. Okay, don't go to Mexico. Don't go to Mexico, Okay. But the Democrat Party and the Uniparty and the deep state lied to you about January 6th when they called it a 
insurrection, a threat against America. It was not that at all. It was not that at all, and we have the video evidence. There'll be more tonight on Tucker's show later on tonight. What did Donald Trump say about what he saw on the TV, and what did Elon Musk say about what he saw? I got all that for you, and so much more. Coming back, Trey Ware, KTSA. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search it. Lord, take me downtown. I'm just looking for some what? Oh, oh, 520 now. PTSAs, we're off and rolling. Phones are always open at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. So some of the video's out now. Some of the video is now showing that what we were told by the J6 committee and by Democrats, by Joe Biden, by Kamala Harris, was an absolute bald-faced 110% lie. What they told you about January 6th and the show that they put on with the January 6th committee was a lie. And there are people in prison right now who should be free and out and walking, but their civil rights have been violated by the United States government. And Here's what I'll say about it. Your government is at war with you if you are a conservative. And as Joe Biden says, they've got the F-16s. And they'll use them against you at some point if they got And He said it more than once. By the way, I'm going to talk about this later, but did you see that leaving Alabama, he fell down on the steps of Air Force One again two days ago when he's in South, South Alabama two days ago? He fell down again. You know my question about that, and I'll get into this a little bit later on, because he said yesterday they had to take the top of his head off to check to see if he had a brain. He said that, not me. Oh, well, let's go ahead and play it, Jimmy. Sure, we're, we've got a little second or two. Go ahead, and this is what the president said yesterday. And I had uh, these terrible headaches, was diagnosed with having a... A, a, a what? Anyway, hmm. they had to take the top of my head off a couple times <laughs> see if I had a brain. It's a it's a horrible thing. He did have an, a two aneurysms, and that that is that's true. He is mentally incapacitated right now, and it's my opinion of that. But Joe Rogan is coming around. Russell Brand and Joe Rogan talked about this, and the fact that people that you didn't elect this sounds kind of familiar to you if you listen to me. That the people that you didn't elect are running this country right now because Joe is incapacitated. He can't run this country now. There's no way. He's physically, he's mentally incapacitated to do the job that needs to be done to run this country. And somebody like a Russell Brand is out there talking about this. And somebody like a Joe Rogan is out there. These guys were big Obama fans. They thought he was the greatest thing. So here we are. The J6 people lied to you over and over again. Donald Trump responded on Twitter, or actually on his Reddit account or whatever he's got. He said, uh, congratulations to Tucker Carlson on one of the biggest scoops as a reporter in U.S. history. The new surveillance footage of the January 6th events sheds an entirely different light on what actually happened. The unselect committee was a giant scam and has now unequivocally been stamped as criminal criminal fabricators of this most important day. Pelosi and McConnell failed on security. The police story is sad and difficult to watch. Trump and most others are totally innocent. Let them go free now. 
That was Donald Trump. He continued on to praise Kevin McCarthy. He said, great courage shown by Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy in releasing the surveillance footage of Tucker Carlson so that our country and indeed the world can see what really went on during the January 6th events. A whole new and completely opposite picture has now been indelibly painted. The unselect committee lied and should be prosecuted for their actions. Nancy and Mitch were a disaster on security. Thank you, Kevin and Tucker. Free at last. Elon Musk was asked about it on Twitter in the middle of the night. I happen to be awake in the middle of the night, so I catch these things. Elon responded, Besides misleading the public, they withheld evidence for partisan political reasons that sent people to prison for far more serious crimes than what they committed. This is deeply wrong, illegal, and immoral. He is correct about that. So what would you think about a Texit? Got any interest in that? 210-599-5555. I'm going to tell you a little bit of the story. We're going to continue this after the bottom of the hour news. But Texas Representative Brian Slayton, didn't we have him on last year? Isn't he up around, I don't know, Spring Branch, Bernie, somewhere along in there? Didn't we have, we had him on, I believe, right? All right, Elaine is checking her files. They are very, very thorough files, and she's looking right now. She'll let me know. I believe we had him on because I believe he's filed something like this before. Anyway, I know it's been filed before, and this whole Texit thing is real, folks. It's very real. So the bill went in yesterday, the state legislator, and if it passes, it's going to allow you and me, Texans, to vote in the next general election if we should reassert our status as an independent nation. Now, the Supreme Court, members of the Supreme Court, including the late Scalia, have said you can't. That the Civil War settled that. And the Civil War said that, no, we're an indivisible nation now and nobody will be able to break free again. But before we get to, to that point... There's a thing called the Texas Nationalist Movement. There's close to a half a million people in the Texas Nationalist Movement leading the charge of this Texit, trying to get independence from the United States, sick and tired of having what we believe in Texas to be overrun by a huge federal government and the stroke of a pen from somebody acting like a king at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and completely denigrating the Constitution of the United States of America. So the question is, with that going on, is it possible for a state, because the federal government is violating the Constitution, if the federal government is violating the Constitution, does a state have a moral obligation to stay a part of that union when that's not the law that's being followed? They have taken the country in a completely different direction. So must each state continue to sign on to something that they didn't agree to in the first place? Being held captive and hostage by a behemoth federal government in Washington, D.C., making up rules as they go along and destroying, by the way, an entire industry in the state of Texas called the gas and oil industry. 
All right, I'll take a quick break. I'm going to dive deeper into this, but if you have a thought about a Texit, in other words, breaking for your, you know, claiming again to be the Republic of Texas and an independent nation, it was filed in the Texas legislature yesterday. I'd like to hear what your thoughts are at 210-599-5555. Is it cool, kooky? Is it right? Is it wrong? Do you want to do it? Do you not want to do it? Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark Sedaz. 36, and I'm Trey Ware, KTSA 210-599-5555. Before I go back to Texas, I, I, I want to bring up this blue-collar uh, boycott thing, bluecollarboycott.com that uh, Jimmy sent me this morning. It's a, it's a guy, it's a blue-collar guy, and he says, look, people are always asking, what can we do? How can we fight back? How can we fight back? What can we do? So I'm going to start a bluecollarboycott.com website, and we're going to talk about how in the world these people are going to build these 15-minute cities if they don't have guys to pull cable or put up fencing or climb poles. The blue-collar folks who are pouring the concrete and whatever, they're totally against all this stuff they see our government doing to destroy American way of life. So this is how you can fight back. Now, let me take that one step further <clears throat> to to uh, think about what all needs to be done to, to go into this. We need somebody like a Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, the big guy that's running for president right now. He's a young man. He's created all kinds of industries, a pharmaceutical company. He's a billionaire, self-made billionaire out of Ohio. He's the type of guy who can put together a clearinghouse of websites that will match blue-collar working folk with people and, and industries and, and, and companies, corporations, who do not want to be woke. Remember, he's considered the anti-woke candidate. Wrote the book on it. It's a great book, by the way. And he's the one who can build this websites, these websites and, and, and match people and industry so that they can work, so that they don't starve while they're sitting out the economy that's building against the American people. And he can match them with companies who aren't woke and show the companies like the Hershey's that are. By the way, Jeremy's chocolate bars are up to over 400,000 in sales now in just a couple of days. And match those blue-collar folks with those type of anti-woke corporations so that they can feed their families while they're sitting out this other economy. That's a good good thing that, that, that needs to be done. Okay, back to Texas. It was uh, filed yesterday in the legislature in Austin. What do you think? 210-599-5555. President Daniel Miller of uh, a group of independent folks here in Texas, the Texas Nationalist Movement, says these things at the end of the day the people of texas want the right of self-government they do not feel like they're being represented in a system where they feel crushed under the weight of 180,000 pages of federal laws rules and regulations administered by two and a half million unelected bureaucrats i say that all the time and he's right he's right he went on to say texans are tired of making decisions here at home and having them overwritten at the stroke of a pen by an executive order or a ruling from an unelected unaccountable federal judiciary Texans want the ability to govern themselves, and they believe that the best people in, to govern Texas just happen to be Texans. He says it's a terminally broken federal system. You can shift your counties over to a state, feels a little bit more representative of where you are ideologically, but at the end of the day, it's still the federal system that's broken. He says Article 1, Section 2 of the state constitution states all political powers inherent to the people and all free governments are founded on their authority and instituted for their benefit gives the movement the right to have a conversation about the referendum that many historians argue when the confederacy surrendered in 1865 states could no longer legally secede from the union 
There are professors at the University of Texas who agree and say, no, you can't secede. And even at the point the late uh, Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia wrote, the answer is clear. Uh, if there was any constitutional issue resolved by the Civil War, it's that no, no state has a right to secede. Hence, the Pledge of Allegiance, one nation, uh, indivisible. So <clears throat> it, it would be a, a legal fight to, to try to pull it off. It's been put in the Texas ledge many, many times, and it's been shot down every single time. And I'm just curious if you have any thoughts on it this morning. Maybe you don't, but if you do, I'd like to hear from you. And, John, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Well, after hearing what you just said about those legal opinions, I, I'm in, really confused now if it would be possible. But I've been in favor of it for a long time, and, and the only thing I would say is take the opportunity, if it happens, to uh, change the Constitution, the state Constitution, and make it exactly like the United States Constitution and uh, form it that way. Uh, it's going to take a lot of work to do it in any any case it'll take a lot of work and it's going to take a lot of legal wrangling and it's going to take a lot of money to pull this off now that's that shouldn't be a reason not to do it you know if if um, if the state of texas wants to vote in that way i don't know that there's enough people here in texas that would vote to secede from the union anytime you bring that up people go oh no we don't want to secede from the union i always say well you know what else are you going to do at some point you're going to see that happen and the states have already separated in a lot of ways politically economically uh morally sensibly legally the states have have really separated in a lot of ways all right you've heard me talk about wake up san antonio because what's going on uh, right under your nose is going to destroy a lot of what makes san antonio a beautiful and special place what the mayor of San Antonio and the city council is attempting to do by legalizing crime in San Antonio has never worked anywhere else. Portland is a hellhole right now because of it, and I'm going to cover that in our next segment. I'm going to talk about that some more, about San Francisco and Portland and some of the stuff that's going on, even in Austin right now, with their bought-and-paid-for DA in in austin texas i'll talk about that in the next segment but first let me go to gary before the break gary you're on ktsa with trey good morning sir the way it could happen is to model it after the breakup of the soviet union uh latvia lithuania and estonia voted to leave and they cannot stop a referendum they we would have the right to have a referendum and then then we take it to the world court and ask for enforceability and there are a lot of countries in the world that would like to see texas independent here's what and uh, gary i think you're right particularly if we started to drill again because we became the world's biggest exporter of oil and gas under donald trump even superseding saudi arabia if you can believe that thank you for your call gary um here's here's the deal though folks you got to get down to a very basic basic level on this okay and you have to prove to the people of Texas. You have to ask the question and answer the question because it's a rhetorical question, obviously. What does the federal government do for the state of Texas? You have to make this real simple. What does the federal do they secure our border? So let's just start there. Is the Texas border secured by the federal government? What in actuality, with the trillions of dollars in taxpayer money that flows out of Texas and goes to D.C., what do we get for that? Do we get protection from foreign enemies? 
Do you really want to look around at the ranches in South Texas and tell me that we have protection from foreign enemies by our federal government? What, what exactly do they do? See, here's my point. You got to convince a lot of people who came from California and other places that communism, a centralized government, the very way to go. We have politicians here that are communists. We have politicians here who are socialists, and they believe we. You know, you know their names. Well, you start with your mayor, and then you can go on with the Castros. But you've got to convince the people that you're sending all this money to D.C. and what do you get for it? What what actually do they do? Can you name it? Can you name, can anybody on the left right now call the radio show and name what the federal government does for the state of Texas? Let's go to Alan. You're on KTSA. Hi, Alan. Good morning. Morning. Hey, uh, about the Texas thing, What I don't see any problems. So what if there's a law that says that we can't do that? Um who obeys the law in the United States anyway? <laughs> well, the federal government certainly doesn't, right? And that could be your argument. Okay, thank you, Alan. I appreciate a quick break. I want to tell you about my friend, Dr. Mark Havercorn at River City Oral Surgery. You need to stop spending all that money at the dentist every year or so just to have it all failed. If you've been in for dental problems and dental work over and over again, cavities, fillings, root canals, crowns, on and on it goes. Why don't you see Dr. Habercorn at River City Oral Surgery? River City Oral Surgery, where Dr. Habercorn is an oral surgeon, a medical doctor, and one heck of a guy. <laughs> he just really is. And he offers you the best in dental implants. You have so many options. And it does matter where you get your implants. This, this seems to be the big thing. Everybody's advertising this now. Dr. Habercorn's been doing this forever. He gets it. He understands it more so than anybody else. You'll have a beautiful smile that will outlive you with a beautiful set of teeth, both uppers and lowers, if that's what you choose to do. You can do as many as you want. And the prices are right on his website. Why don't you check them out? RiverCityOMS.com and on the phone, 210-778-0002. Here in South Texas, we're used to the long summers. A newsmaker hotline. And it's 551. Get your tickets. You did? One more time, I didn't have... I, did you get your tickets? Oh, no, I did not, no. Don't not have yet. tickets yet? Not yet. God, I want tickets so bad. <laughs> I want a meet and greet so bad. Oh, Duran Duran? Yes. Yeah, Moody Center. I, yes, in June, right? Yeah. I love them, man. I, I just... I like their groove. They got a good groove, man. I like their groove. You know who else is going to be up there? <clears throat> Kid Rock. Well, there you go. Mr. Richie's going. Not, not much of a groove there, but <laughs> a lot <laughs> well, of Alan, other stuff going on. It, don't, it depends on how many depends on how many he rolls and smokes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, he was at, be a much uh, slower groove. Yeah, he was at Sturges uh, two years ago and had eighty five thousand people screaming and jumping up and down. There you go. He's going to come with. Uh, let's see here: Chris Jansen, Marcus King, Travis Tritt, Grand Funk Railroad. Everybody's doing. Is Mark Farner still singing with him? No. No, it's just uh Oh no. Come on, Farner. Golly, man. Yeah, he's still away. holding out. Jeez. He's not having a whole lot to do with the other two. Pre-sale tickets. But, uh, Marcus King, I, you should get into Marcus King. Why? I think you would I, you would love Marcus what King. What about him? He's great. Yeah. What yeah. does he do? He's a r- tremendous blues guitar player. Okay, well, I believe there you go, he's man. from North Carolina's, maybe, and through there. I, he's from the southeast somewhere. They but, make blues over there. Yeah, he's really good. My yeah. my youngest son uh caught wind of him when he was living out there right 
and sent me a couple of YouTube videos one day. Marcus know, King playing Marcus guitar. King, Marcus King band. Well, right. uh, Jimmy, would you mind looking him up, find a little blues lick, and maybe we'll toss something yeah, in? It's uh, pretty good. Travis Tritt. You know, you can't go wrong with Travis Tritt. Better there is a forever. fantastic video on YouTube of him at the Majestic Theater doing uh, Leave This Long-Haired Country Boy Alone. It, just him and his guitar. Yeah. Great. Excellent. It's on YouTube. It's great. Yeah. You know, when he first came along, I was I was a country DJ when he first came along, and uh, I used to, we brought Travis the wasn't born when I was a country DJ. No, not yet. <laughs> and uh, so he comes out, and I think the first what the heck was that first song? Something about being a member of of a country club. I think that was the name of the song. Yeah, right. And and so I looked at the name of of the song, and I thought, well, you know, we'll give it a listen. And I saw his name, right, and listened to the song. I thought, well, you know, this is this isn't bad at all. Pretty we'll good. Put it in, right? And I brought it in, and I said to the DJ on the air, "Don't leave out the second R." Because <laughs> now we've got a lot of problems. And guess what happened? He left she, it out. It was a she. Yeah, she. And she left ah! out the second one. Yeah. Well, see, you yeah. you doomed yeah, it. I jinxed her. You really did. Yeah. She to this day she lets me hear about it. Yeah, so. Every time you're every, I bet. Yeah. At least every once time she a year. tries to say yeah, Travis Tritt, she says yeah. something else. What? <laughs> this Marcus King's legit. We'll play it. He's awesome. Rip it. What's he playing? What kind of guitar is he playing? A loud one. <laughs> Got a good voice too. Wait till he starts singing. Wow. Is that him? Yeah, that's the boy right here. Yeah. Is that a strat? I was just a young ambassador on my mama knee. She said there's only one thing to set your soul free. Wasn't no easy street where I come from. There wasn't no sleep until the work was done. Okay, so that's, that's motorcycle music. Yeah, he's right. on a he's on a Gibson. Yeah. Oh, is it Les Paul? Yeah. I'm gonna tell he's you. He's right. like some puffy white guy with a cowboy hat. No, he's yeah. not. Yeah, no, he yeah. looks all of 24. He sounds like a young black dude, man. Yeah, he's like a baby face. Wow. No, wait a minute. Is that the big heavy dude? No. No, this kid's skinny. skinny. Okay, who's that big heavy dude that does this kind of stuff, man? He, he films himself in his truck doing it. Anyway, okay. <laughs> he does, man. He's really good. Well, he spares no expense on the video <laughs> well, promotion. <laughs> hey, go back and watch Black Betty. Yeah. Those boys just set up a drum set and a couple of guitars in a backyard at somebody's right. house having lemonade one day. Yeah. Swatting mosquitoes, Black Betty. You'll be listening to Marcus King on your Black Betty. Okay, that's that. That is the motorcycle song right there. (laughs) It's all great. So the tickets for for Kid Rock go on sale today, and general sales open up on March 10th. He's going to be in June at the Moody Center in Austin. So that's going to be a good June up there between him and and Duran Duran. Yeah. Okay. Busy month. It really is. And then he's going to Fort Worth at the Dickies Arena. I wear Dickies all the time. I love my Dickies. I got Dickies underwear on right now. I'm not kidding about that. Well, you know, we would so, uh, we would ask you to prove it, but I don't feel I'll like seeing him. that today. Right. Trey, I wear have, have you T-shirts. Been? They're just tough. They they stand up to somebody who's brutal like me. Have you been to the Moody yet? I have not. I have oh. not either. It's I pretty. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a nice facility. It, Eagles there. It got yeah. voted facility. the number one venue in the country. Well, I don't doubt it. You yeah. know. Because it's big, but it's not huge. Oh, okay. Well, AT&T Center sound for concerts is not my favorite. It's too echoey. You have to have yeah. the right mix, you know. Right. It's got to be loud to reduce the echo. It really does. It this, really no, does. They don't really have that problem up there. Uh, so here is Kid Rock recently slamming dumb liberals. He said uh, they're moving to red states and brought their effing politics with them. <laughs> 
That would be the Californians moving to Texas. We're sick of seeing history torn to the ground, he said. Whether it's a form of monuments, statues, and now something so important here in Nashville, like the former home of Hank Williams. Can you believe they're trying to tear down Hank Williams' house up in Nashville? And he's fighting, you know, yeah. Why would they do that? I, don't, I have no That's what he wants to know. Right. He said, where does it end? He said, we knew all this from the beginning. Once this fiasco started, it was never going to end. And now we kind of feel like we're under an invasion from the state of California, which we understand in a lot of ways. I have a lot of friends coming from these spots, California and New York City. A lot of people say it, say it under their breath. They're scared to say it out loud. So once again, I'll be the guy. They come here leaving their woke policies from those cities for better schools and lower taxes and lower crime. You've talked about it a million times. We kind of tell them to leave your politics at the state line from where you're coming. And this is one more example. So <clears throat> Kid Rock is fighting in, in Nashville what I'm fighting here in Texas, and that is if you want to come here, I really want to build a wall around here and not let you in, but if you want to come here, don't bring your politics with you. You can't come in here. So he's coming to Texas in June, and so I think we'll, we'll make it a doubleheader. We'll head up there and we'll go see Duran Duran and him. Quick break. Wake up, San Antonio. We're going to talk more about what's going on with the crime bill and the J6 committee flat A lied to you, and the proof is now out there for the entire world to see. But no one is broadcasting it except us and Tucker Carlson. Tell you more about that coming back. Trey Ware, KTSA. Stop dealing with constant tooth pain and stop. Yeah. It's 606. Good morning. 210-599-5555. So on ABC, on Fox News, and all around the horn, don't go to Mexico, don't go to Mexico, don't go to Mexico. And the reason they're saying don't go to Mexico is because they don't want you to look at what the J6 thing actually was. J6 and that whole J6 committee and what the Democrats and some Republicans told you was an out-and-out lie, and we have the video to prove it. And, and, and this is why... About six weeks ago, when Kevin McCarthy said, I'm going to give Tucker Carlson the access to this, the Democrat left went nuts and started screaming. This is why, because if the truth ever came out, it would be proved that they lied and lied and lied and lied again about what happened on January 6th. It was not an insurrection. It was not an attack on the Constitution. It was not an attack on the United States of America. And it doesn't rank up there with December 7th, 41, or 9-11-01. I don't care what Kamala babbling nut job Harris has to say. It doesn't rank up there. What we saw last night, we saw a few, as Tucker called them, hooligans by the way who had their face covered like antifa does huh that's interesting isn't it busting a few doors and a few windows but what we now know with incontrovertible facts that we see in video your government Lying to you about Jacob Chansley, what they all put out as a talking point, the QAnon shaman. No, he was led around in the building by cops who opened locked doors for him to get in and out. And he did nothing but walk through. In fact, he had his bullhorn, and he would shout into his bullhorn, everybody go home. You didn't see that on the J6 committee, now did ya? You didn't see people taking selfies and smiling and just walking about, meandering about, and the police directing them. And, oh, by the way, one of the police officers was named Brian Sinton. Wait a minute. Sicknick, wait a minute. I thought Sicknick had been bashed in the head and killed. How is he leading them through the Capitol? 
How's that possible if he's dead from being bashed in the head? The only person who died on that day was Ashley Babbitt, a Trump supporter who was murdered in cold blood, unarmed and murdered by a Capitol Police officer. Sicknick died later the next day from a stroke. And then you had them laughing at Josh Hawley running out of the building. Look how frady, frady, scaredy pants Josh Hawley is. There he goes running across the camera. They all laughed in the committee hearing meeting room. Oh, what they had cut out, what they had edited out was all the others who ran out before him. Josh was the last to leave. They didn't show that part, did they? No. Oh, and the other thing that they did, they hired this uh, this this ABC Good Morning America producer to Hollywoodize this and dress it all up. And you know what he did? He put in all these sound effects of all these crowds screaming, rah, 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 and all these bombs going off and guns. None of that happened. He put all those fireworks and all that all that sound effect in there. There was no sound like that. But he doctored it up. So that Liz Cheney, and you don't get any more deep state than Liz Cheney, the Cheney family, so that Liz Cheney and Brad Kensinger and all these others who were on that J6 panel could lie to the American people. And let me tell you what I have always said about this, but this is only my opinion, okay? Just me talking. Our government has been weaponized against conservatives. The Uniparty is fighting to keep control of the United States of America and conservatives, and Donald Trump is just the head of movement. And they have weaponized the FBI. And they have weaponized the IRS. And they have weaponized the Department of Justice. And we know the deep state has been weaponized because, well, we know John Brennan and James Clapper and all those guys. I, I just happen to believe J6 is part of that. Targeting Donald Trump and Trump supporters against conservatives and a conservative movement in the United States. That was, to me, a deep state operation that is meant to target conservatives and Donald Trump. We were lied to over and over again, and the video proves it. Sicknick was alive and well inside the Capitol. Jacob Changely, a Navy veteran, who just happened to dress with horns on his head, was led around by cops. They never tried to stop him. They never tried to arrest him. Ray Epps was there after he said he wasn't. He was there because he's on video leading people around and saying, we got to go in, we got to go in. But he told, I guess under oath, he told the committee, no, I left and went home. Who is Ray Epps? And, and, and by the way, was he working with the FBI? All this stuff. And all those worries that the left supposedly had, which was a cover story, he's going to, Tucker is going to show, he's going to show what the security measures are. You know what the man did? He had his producer. And by the way, Tucker and his producers are not suicidal. I just want to put that out there. You know what he did? He had his producers take the final product and play it for Capital Place. Is there anything in here? And he even kept from showing faces because he doesn't have the facial recognition technology. So is there anything in here that would compromise security at the Capitol? And they came back and said, absolutely not. You did good. So here's where we are. The facts that were shown last night, completely opposite of what this media, all the media, 
from ABC to CBS to CNN, all said it was an insurrection. No, it was not. They lied to you, and the Democrats lied to you, and there were Republicans who lied to you as well. Lindsey Graham, well, they ought to be sitting in prison right now. For what, Lindsey? What'd they do? They took a tour of the Capitol. Brad, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. Yeah, Trey, just remember, too, that Ashley Babbitt, the young lady that was killed by the police, was unarmed, and she was a U.S. Air Force veteran. Correct. She loved this country. She had given her life, uh, served in our military, and then... Uh, there, I was, just there was no it, reason to murder her. She was not a threat to anyone that day. Not a threat. It took it took a long while for them to actually even identify the officer who'd, who'd done that. Correct. And I'm thinking, man, you know, after Floyd, those guys, George Floyd's uh, cops were all over the paper... Uh, everywhere you look within five minutes of that crime, it seemed like. But the reason I called was that the FBI is going to be paying uh, a ransom amount for the people that were allegedly kidnapped down in Mexico and Matamoros. Yep. Didn't that pretty much put a price tag on every American tourist going down there? It's like, hey, yes. if you kidnap these people, yes. we will get $50,000 or whatever. It's yep. like, that's crazy. That's correct. Offering... Offering, making every U.S. tourist a potential hostage Absolutely. in Mexico is is one of the stupidest ideas I've heard this government come up with. Right before spring break, Brad. Thank you for the call. Steve, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. Trey, I want to know uh, Vivek Ramaswamy's uh, stand on the second. The kids uh, that were kidnapped in Mexico are relatives of somebody that's important either in this state or in this country. And all of the video evidence, every second of that video evidence, January 6th, belongs to we, the people, and it must all be released to we, the people. And I will tell you, there is a photograph of a Union encampment uh, uh, back during the Civil War, and it was out for a long time, and people were looking at it, and a thousand eyes saw it. And then finally one guy said, hey, is that a top hat in the middle of that encampment? What you see when you look at something, may be completely different than from what I see. When I look at something, everybody needs to have that video so that everybody can disseminate it and everybody can say this is what's going on here and this is what's going on there. And if you look at the video of Ashley Babbitt being uh, assassinated, it appears to be Ray Epps who is pushing her from behind so much so that she is struggling with him and striking at him to keep him from pushing her from behind into the uh, 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 uh line of fire and the officer already has his weapon drawn and pointed at her <sighs> wow can't argue with the fact that everybody ought to see every minute of that video it is unbelievable and it proves all the j6 nonsense and look they've got a disinformation campaign going on right now with the mexico kidnappings it's a disinformation campaign. They're using that story. They're hyping that story to take your eyes off of what we all saw on Tucker's show last night. God bless him and his team, and may God protect them. He's in very dangerous territory right now when you cross these deep staters like this. All right. I got to tell you about my friends over at Amogee Bank. Wonderful people over there. Starts at the top with David McGee, who's just a blessing to me and my family. And a brilliant man and a brilliant team when it comes to taking care of families, your family financial situation, and, of course, 
if you want a family business to be a success, this is where you start. You start with a telephone call and a visit with Amogee Bank because they have answers for family businesses. No matter the size, I was talking yesterday about, you know, if you just got a little thing you're trying to start, kind of like a side hustle in one of your rooms in your house, it's a good idea to have multiple streams of income. Even, even you know, that size business, regardless of what it is, Amogee is there to help you too. You don't have to be this gigantic you know, family-run corporation. We have a few of those here in Texas, by the way, and Amogee helps all them. But when it comes to just something that you're getting started with, if you want to be a success and do well in that business, start with the real pros in family-run business who not only have the business advice and acumen to be a success, but also the money to back you all the way. That's Amogee Bank. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Fog around this morning, but it's going to be warm with highs in the mid-90s for the next three days. Right now, 66 at KTSA. Good morning. We are working with collapsible cups on their head and whips in their hands. Devo. And crack that whip. Yeah. Yeah. Crack that whip. (laughs) Give the mask a slip. Okay, now look, back during the uh, presidential campaign, Biden versus uh, Trump, I I remember clearly it was uh, Donald Trump going to speak at West Point, and after it was over, it had been kind of raining that day, and there was a um, kind of a a ramp that he had to walk down after he gave his speech, and they didn't put any handrails on the ramp, so it was slickery, so Trump takes his time going down, because if Donald Trump understood one thing, it was the image you project on the worldwide stage makes all the difference in the world, and it does. Ronald Reagan knew it as well. American leaders should never appear to be weak and stumbling and mumbling and fumbling and stupid. Everything that we have now in our president, we should be projecting the direct opposite to the world. Strength and competence, not incompetence, and competence. And so when Donald Trump took his time going down there so he didn't slip and fall, Joe Biden, from his basement, by the way, who wouldn't even come out of his basement, from his basement said, see, Donald Trump, he's got a lot of problems that I could take him out behind the barn and whip his ass. That's what he said. I want to whip his ass like I did corn pop. Sitting in the safety of his basement in Wilmington, Delaware, with his wife next to him telling him what to say. And then when Donald Trump grabbed a glass, two hands, took a drink. See, he's got mental capacity problems. He can't even take a drink without holding up two hands, he said, again, in the safety of his basement. And on this show, I kept telling you, no, the one who's got mental issues, who has a collapsing brain, is actually Joe Biden. I love the fact now that Joe Rogan and Russell Brand, they did their podcast and said, yeah, oh, yeah, no, he's gone mentally. I agree. I agree with that. So for at least the fourth time since becoming president, Joe Biden has slipped, stumbled, going up the steps into Air Force One. And I mean this question in all sincerity. What the hell are they doing allowing him to walk up those steps by himself? I know. I know their point is to say to the American electorate, look, he is so powerful, he is so strong at 80 years old, the oldest president we've ever had. Look, he doesn't even need help climbing up these stairs. Oh, yes, he does. Because what are you going to do when 
he tumbles down those stairs. What are you going to do? They would much rather take that risk than protect a man who obviously is not physically or mentally capable of doing this job. But because he's the placeholder and they're able to destroy this country through him, they're not doing anything about it. And he is a, pa- a panderer, and he's a mess. So he got back from Salma, Alabama after falling, you know, on climbing up the stairs again. And he goes on stage... And he once again tells this lie about his house burning to the ground with his wife in it. Now, that's how the story began. He's had to update it over the years because the fire department came out and they said, no, it was a little kitchen fire. And we had it put out in about 20 minutes and nobody was threatened by it. But Joe started with it being a conflagration to burn a house to the ground with his wife in it. Now, how did that happen when we see Jill every day? Oh, and when the FBI has found documents that were in the house at the time of the fire. So here he is talking about it again yesterday, speaking to firefighters. Lightning struck in a pond behind my house, went up underneath the conduit, caught, the, uh, caught fire underneath the floorboards of my house. And uh, it was during the summer, air conditioning was on, smoke that thick all three stories. The reason I can show you that is because every piece of furniture had to be replaced because oh, of the smoke. That's not guess true. what? My fire company was there to go in and save my wife, get her out, yeah. the cat. And my 67 Corvette. Yeah, so he's, you know, obviously he's a pander. Whoever he's talking to, he talks to, you know, guys, uh, union drivers who drive 18-wheeler. I drove an 18-wheeler for a lot of years. I 18-wheeler driver, you know. I was a pilot. I was a pilot in World War II. I did and none of this is true. None of it's true. Marching in Selma, Alabama the other day. Oh, yeah, I was arrested marching in civil He was never arrested marching civil rights. Of things um he probably you know someday speak at a nascar race yeah i was a nascar driver me and aj we had some hell of hellacious battles you know that's the, but that's what he does we expect that out of of joe biden at this point we really do but he did talk about something that is kind of truthful and very sad this is cut number two and i had uh, these terrible headaches was diagnosed with having a, a uh, anyway he meant aneurysm. Had to take the top of my head off a couple of times. <laughs> see if I had a brain. They'd take the top of my head off a couple of times to see if I had a brain. Now, you know, he had a brain aneurysm. Two of them, in fact. Now, obviously, he didn't want to say the word or couldn't say the word aneurysm, couldn't get that word out. But at the end of his speech, he did his classic turning around and which way do I go, which way do I go, and which way do I go. Now, again... The reason this is important, I'm not trying to humiliate the man. He's humiliating America. And the people behind him, including his wife, are humiliating America by continuing to put him on the stage. I'm not trying to humiliate him. He's humiliating the country. On the worldwide stage, it matters when you project strength or weakness. That matters. And this president is the worst when it comes to projecting weakness to our enemies, and they know it. They know get it back in just a minute i want to tell you about steven's roofing with all that rain that came through last week and all that wind that came through and all that hail that came through steven's roofing has the answers for you and that's a free roof inspection to check on your roof if you even think that you had hail in your area call steven's roofing and that's just about everywhere in San Antonio. If you even think you had a problem with straight-line winds, and that's just about everywhere in San Antonio as of last Thursday and Friday, call Stevens Roofing, 210 
For years now, I've been telling you about these fly-by-nighters. What they do is they come into town, they knock on your door. Hey, I'm here to fix your roof. We're working on the neighborhood. We did all the neighbor's houses. Give me about $1,500. I'll run down to Home Depot, and I'll get everything we need, and I'll put a new roof on your house. And then they never come back, and you're out the money. Don't let that happen. Local roofers make the difference, and your number one local roofer is Stevens Roofing, ready to take care of your roof for you for the long haul and do what's right for your family. That's the family at Stevens Roofing. 210-785-0994. Dependability. It's expected by our customers. Foreigner. Lou Graham on the vocals. And it's urgent. 637 Trey Ware, KTSA. Good morning. Um, a, qu- a couple of quick things I want to hit, and then we'll get uh, Wes Bunch in here from uh, Bridgehead IT to talk about our stuff in you know, a Tech Tuesday. Uh, wake up. <laughs> wake up. I'm going to keep saying that about this um approving of crime legislation if you will that they're trying to bring to san antonio there's a story on fox news this morning about portland and how portland has gone to hell in a handbasket by going soft on crime just like ron nirenberg and this city council is trying to do in san antonio texas there's videos all over news this morning how the homeless in san francisco have taken over the farmer's market and have destroyed the farmer's market one of the finest farmer's markets on planet earth i've been there i was there just a few uh, months ago, a couple of years ago, actually, destroyed it with the homeless there. The city has encouraged them to be there offering services right next door. So now you've got people ODing, you've got violence and everything else happening at the farmer's market. So the farmers have quit coming because the people quit coming and the homeless have taken it over and destroyed it. The, the reason I bring these cities up, these cities put the same policies in that Ron Nirenberg's trying to bring here, Travis County, Austin, Texas. The DA, Jose Garza, bought and paid for by George Soros, just like your DA in Bear County, slow-walking a murder case up in Travis County because it didn't, it does not fit Soros's politics, you see. Guy's name is Doug Cantor, had just started working for Ford. He went to celebrate his master's degree on 6th Street with some friends when two rival gangs started shooting on 6th Street. Cantor was killed. That was June of 2021. What has happened on this case since then? Nothing. Nothing has happened since June of 2021. Though they ha- they they know the gang members, and in fact, one of them they've got with you know red hand and with a gun in his hand. It killed Cantor allegedly. But the DA up there, Jose Garza, is prosecuting conservatives and moving his prosecutors off of cases like this and moving it on to cases where they... Remember the the, the guy who was the Army Ranger who shot and killed the guy during the BLM rally because they, they were attacking his car? Well, that guy happens to be a conservative, so they're going after him, but not doing anything about the gangbangers. Why? Well, because gangbangers cause chaos. And George Soros wants chaos in American streets so he can collapse our form of government and put his own form of government in here. Yeah, Merrick Garza. Garden is one of them too. Merrick Garden, if you remember, sent armed agents to arrest Christians for the act of praying at abortion clinics. You know this thing that happened a couple of days ago with actually foreign actors coming in and destroying this cop training facility in Georgia. Merrick Garden has yet to do squat about that end of the thing. And it said a word. Joe Biden had a, hadn't said a word about it. Not one thing. Meanwhile, here in America, our fentanyl uh, seizures in Montana, our most farthest northern nation or or state, are up 11,000% since 2019. It's coming across the border down here to the south. It's going straight up there to Montana to be distributed throughout the country. 
That's why you have a representative in Texas who has filed a Texit bill to secede from the union. Oh, well, no, I'll hear from the from the lefties. Oh, you can't secede from the union. The Civil War settled that. There's no such thing as secession anymore because the Civil War settled that. The Civil War, Civil War, Civil War. My question always is, and by the way, I'm not part of the secession movement, okay? I do believe that the federal government in America is screwing everything up. And I do believe that Texas, if we had people in Texas that want to pursue secession, I'm good with that. I have no problem with that whatsoever. But as far as being a card-carrying member of the, the of the group and all that, I'm not. So that's not where that's coming. I try to I try to maintain my independent status by staying out of groups like that on purpose, so I can comment on the stuff that's going on. But I will tell you this, and this is a question I always have for people who say you can't see because the federal government this, federal government that, federal, 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 federal. Well, let me just ask you a question then, Miss Snot Nose Liberal in the er, in the uh, suburban areas. What does the federal government do for the state of Texas? Name one thing that we couldn't do better. We know we could be oil and gas independent because we were that under Donald Trump. And don't tell me interstate highways because if we were oil and gas independent, we could take our own money and build our own highway system. It'd be finer than anything else in the United States of America. It'd look beautiful and you could actually drive on it. Don't tell me they're securing our border. Don't tell me they're keeping us safe from enemies foreign and domestic. They're doing none of that. So what is the federal government doing for Texas? Other than bleeding us dry of our money, what do they return back to the state? What do you get out of being a part of the United States of America? And again, I'm not pushing for secession. I'm not. I'm asking an honest question. And that is the question. <laughs> if you're in the movement and you support this legislation... That is, you have to make it that simple to the people of Texas because they don't get it. Nobody's going to get it if you start talking about this and that and civil war, this and that. You're not, you're not going to get to first base. You're just not going to happen. But if you merely ask the question, what does the federal, answer me this, common person on the street who says, no, we can't do that. Well, what does the federal government do for us? We send trillions of dollars to D.C. What do we get back for that? What? One thing. One thing. They're not protecting the border. They're not defending us from enemies, foreign and domestic. They're not providing for the domestic tranquility. We've never been in a more non-tranquil time. I guess that's the word in the history of our nation. <clears throat> so what are they doing? I can't find anything. Maybe you can. All right, let me, uh, let me tell you about Fella Health. I want you to know about the folks over at Fella Health because guys are getting healthy again <laughs> and they're doing it with a program designed specifically for fellas directed specifically at fellas <clears throat> for the way you live and the way you respond you see these coaches over at fella health and they do it through your smart device whether it's your phone ipad whatever they do it through there and they coach you through like a great coach if you were an athlete like a great coach would do they coach you through getting healthy right and staying on track to your health that means losing weight you know if you uh, if you're out of belt holes <laughs> or you quit going to the doctor because you know the doctor's going to ride you about your blood results let me tell you something fella health can get you back on track it's a combination of this one-on-one -on -one coaching through your phone or smart device and medication that's designed specifically for your situation 
at fellahealth.com is here. I, I just want you to check it out. It might be the exact same thing you need. It's not right for everybody. I'm going to tell you that up front. But it might be exactly what you need to get you on track and keep you on track to looking better, feeling better, and really being in better health. Don't you want to like see your grandbabies get married and all that stuff? I know I do. So I want to be around. Fellahealth.com. That's fellahealth.com. And the first month is on me. If you'll use my name when you dial into fellahealth.com, just use my name. You get the first month free. That's where for fellahealth.com, W-A-R-E. I'm Giovanni, owner of Kitchen Designs by Giovanni. ATSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. 651-550-KTSA, FM 1071, Trey Ware page, ktsa.com. It's Tuesday. It's the March 7th. So here's the deal. Your Wi-Fi in the house, you got dead spots. Not It's not doing what you want it to do, right? Well, don't be Tim Taylor from home improvement i wanted more power so i rewired it it never worked out that well for him and it won't work out well for you but west bunch over at bridgehead it he knows how to maximize your wi-fi in your house so you don't have those dead spots and you always get great response so wes how do we do that well there are lots of ways to do it uh you know the first thing is location 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 right uh, a lot of the times when you move into a new home or an apartment the modem from the internet service provider is often along the outside wall, right? That tech comes in to install your internet connection. And, you know, their job is to just get it in the house. It's not really to optimize the connection. So, you know, ideally try and be home on install day and see if you can work with the installer to get it as centrally located as possible. That's really, really important. Most wireless access points send signals out in all directions, right? So if it's in like the left corner or the edge of the house, most of your signal is going outside. And not only is that going to degrade performance, but it's also going to create a security concern, right? Somebody out, out on the street uh, could, could jump on your Wi-Fi if it's not secured pop- properly, right? The other thing is is raising the router. Most wireless access points spread their strongest signal downward, so it's really best to mount the router as high as possible. A lot of the times we like, you know, bookshelves, like the top shelf of a bookshelf or, or you know, maybe even up on the ceiling in some inconspicuous uh, place kind of near a smoke detector or something. There's all kinds of mounts out there that you can Google that can really conceal your, your wireless radio and, and get it mounted high. Um, the other thing is avoiding electronics. You know, if your wireless radio is wireless access point is installed like next to a desktop computer or next to a TV or near near a microwave, those things are killing your Wi-Fi performance. You got to get those things away for sure. Um, avoid a closet. We find wireless radios in closets a lot, and you know that's like. Uh, it's like putting a pillow over your face and trying to talk. It, yeah. <laughs> it really right. attenuates the signal. So you want it in as open area as possible. And then, you know, we have what we call the 2,500 square foot rule, right? If your house is 2,500 square feet or larger, you really want to consider a wireless mesh network. And that's something that's worth Googling. But in a, in a nutshell, it's, it's multiple wireless access points that talk to each other. And they're really intelligent. They, they, it's kind of like the way cell towers work with your cell phone. They, they, they determine which one's closest to you, and they, it provides the best signal for you, and it's, it can cover the whole house. And a lot of the times it, it's also construction dependent. But 2,500 mm-hmm. square feet, if, if you've got just one wireless access point, it's not going <laughs> yeah. to work well for you. You want a mesh, ideally. Perfect. So. Well, of course, you guys over at Bridgehead have all the answers on that. But you also, I, this is changing the subject. I've only got a minute or so left here. But one thing that's very intriguing to me right now, Wes, too, is in, in the business economy that we're in, and one of the things I talk about, 
about in your commercials, is how you guys are helping business that are in hiring freezes, and basically all businesses in a hiring freeze right now, except for like you know fast food joints and all that, but big businesses in hiring freeze right now. And, um, and and you guys are helping them retain their employees by keeping the stress level low through IT. I think that's a I think it's a wonderful thing for business owners and managers to check into. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's just really tough being an IT guy right now. You know, you're just expected to know so many things and secure so many things, and you, you know, you really need a partner. You know, you need kind yeah. of a, an army of experts at your back, and that's what we're here for. Amen to that. Okay. Thank you, Wes. I appreciate you. Appreciate it very much. Likewise, Trey. Have a great day. Always you too. a pleasure. Thank you. Bridgehead IT is where you'll find them. Uh, and I want you to, if you're a business owner or manager, please get in touch with them, medium to large businesses. They do a great job with them all the time. Okay. So I don't know if you saw the Tucker stuff last night and the video, which incontrovertible evidence now, because it's on video, you could see it with your own eyes, how the J6 committee and the Democrats and even some Republicans have been lying to you about what J6 was. It was not an insurrection. It does not mount up to 9-11. It does not mount up to December 7, 1941, and we've said that over and over again. But yet, that's what you heard, and that's what this Good Morning America producer put together for them to make it look like, oh my God, all these MAGA Republicans are attacking the Capitol. They did not. In fact, the people who attacked the Capitol were wearing masks, a la Antifa, who just attacked that police training facility over in Georgia. Huh, I wonder. Doesn't it make you wonder? And the only person who was killed on that day, murdered in cold blood, was Ashley Babbitt, somebody who was not a threat to anybody. She was unarmed, little tiny thing, about five, three, five, four, little tiny thing, and she was shot in cold blood. But yet today, you're not hearing that truth on the major networks. All you're hearing about is Mexico, 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 stay out of Mexico, don't go to Mexico, Mexico's bad. As if we didn't know already that Mexico was a failed narco state in many, many areas. But so is the United States, aren't we? Fentanyl killing people, 100,000 people. Yeah, we're kind of a failed narco state in the United States as well. So I don't want to hear about it. What I want to hear is the truth. The truth matters. And you didn't get the truth about January 6th. And now we've seen it with our own eyes. And we'll break it down on Warren Rabinex, KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you